0: hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord our god good morning to you i believe that it is well with you philippians chapter 2 verse 12 to 13 this morning we'll be discussing on the topic the mind to do the works of god the mind to do the works of God, Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who walks in you. Both to will and to do for his good pleasure. The proof of God's work in us is made manifest in our deep desire, deep longing to do his good pleasure. When God walks in a man. God is at work in a woman, there will be such a hunger, such a desire, such a longing to do one thing, to please him, to do his will. Not to do your own will. And this we can see in the life of Jesus. While he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, Lord, if it is possible, let this cup pass over me. Nevertheless, not my will, not my will, not my will, but your will be done. One thing have I desired of the Lord, Psalm 27 verse 4, that one thing will I seek after, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire of his holy temple. Three important things to keep in mind as we desire to do the will of God. For the limitation of time, we will focus on the first one this morning. Number one, God will not walk with you if he has not walked in you. I repeat, God will not walk with a man he has not walked in. That is a very strong difference between God using a man and God walking with a man. A big difference. God can use anything for his glory. God can use a stone to worship. He can use a donkey to rebuke a prophet. He can use a fish to pay a tax like he did in the life of Jesus. He can use a gentle king to do his will. So your ultimate desire must not be to be used by God alone, but to walk with God as his co-worker and to walk with God as his friend. God used the donkey of Balaam to replace And rebuke the prophet Balaam. But that did not change the donkey from from being a donkey to becoming a man or a person or becoming a prophet. Not a prophet. He didn't become a prophetic donkey afterwards. So God can pick anything, use that thing momentarily, briefly, quickly to accomplish a purpose, to accomplish a task, to accomplish His will. To accomplish his counsel. Oh. My prayer for you as a child of God is that may you not just be picked by God. To be used temporarily to accomplish the purpose of God. The intention of God is not just to use his people. God wants to work with his people. So you and I are meant to be God's co-worker. According to First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, he said, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. My goodness. Multi-dimensional relationship with God. God's co-worker. God's field. God's building. So God wants a permanent relationship. Permanent structure, permanent, permanent, not temporary, not momentary. I mean, I've seen God use people to function in various capacity, but just for a moment. To preach a wonderful sermon, but just for a moment. To heal the sick, but just for a moment. Why? I believe very strongly, most times, It's because the walk of God within such an individual has not been accomplished. It is God who walks in us. In us. He must first walk within before he can walk with us. My prayer this morning is that Lord do a deep walk in me that will position me effectively to work with you in mark chapter 16 from verse 14 to 20 i want us to read very quickly the bible says later jesus appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart So after resurrection, Jesus appeared to the eleven. Judas was gone. So eleven were left. He appeared unto them. And the first thing Jesus did at his appearance was to walk in them. To deal with two major problems. Number one, unbelief. Number two, hardness of heart. Number one, unbelief. So these men have been with Jesus for years. They've worked with Jesus at least night and day for three and a half years. Yet, something must still be accomplished in their lives with the resurrection power. So may I say to us that one of the first things that the resurrection power did through the life of Jesus was to fix, demolish, break, rebuke and pulled down through things in his own disciples. So he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Why? Because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, after he rebuked their unbelief, because that would become a major stumbling block, a major hindrance, a major limitation to his readiness to walk with them so after he had rebuked and fixed and done some things in them he now said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to every nation he who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned and these signs will Follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then, after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven. He was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Now, pay attention to this part of the scripture and possibly underline it or color it in your Bible. And they went out. They went out. They could not go out until something was first accomplished in them. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them the Lord walking with them so God will not walk with them until he had first walked in them to deal with the unbelief and hardness of heart and the Lord walking with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs amen before the Lord Jesus would walk with his people, even after resurrection, in Mark chapter 16, verse 20, he first had to walk in them by rebuking their unbelief and the hardness of their heart. That was the work. That was the work he must accomplish in day 11 before he could walk with them. Unbelief. Sometimes we take for granted the, 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 the danger of unbelief those who died in the wilderness and could not get to the promised land they did so because of their unbelief I mean unbelief is a major limitation in the life or a major hindrance a major limitation to the workings of God Matthew chapter 13 verse 58 the Bible says now Jesus could not do mighty works why? Because of their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. Unbelief is a serious hindrance to doing the work of God. I do not believe God can use me. I do not believe that this. I do not believe that. I believe. I mean, when you live in the consciousness of your natural mind, you cannot walk with God to produce maximum results is impossible John chapter 6 verse 28 and 29 then they said to him what shall we do that we may walk the walks of God they came to Jesus to ask him they were expecting I mean beautiful wonderful great things what can we do Oh, we want to do the works of God. What do we need to do? Should we go to a prophetic school or an apostolic school or to a a conference or go to America for a beautiful, wonderful revival conference? What shall we do that we may walk the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God. What is it that you believe? In him whom he sent. My love, so That you believe, do you believe the words of God? Do you believe the truth of the gospel and believe it completely? Or are you still looking for opportunity? To adapt, adjust, manipulate, massage the word of God to fit your condition and fit your desire? Are you still trying to manipulate or adjust the word of God for your own pleasure and not the pleasure of the Father? It is God who works in us both to will and to and to do of his good pleasure. Don't take for granted unbelief in the life of a believer. He could not do mighty works there in that city He could not do mighty works in their lives He could not do mighty works in their marriage He could not do mighty works through their ministry He could not do mighty works in their city He could not do mighty works through their worship He could not do mighty works through the preaching of their gospel He could not do mighty works through their prayers because of their unbelief A man came to Jesus and Jesus said, if you believe, you will say, Lord, help my unbelief. The resurrected king came, and the thing he had dressed before he could send them out, after three and a half years of training, was their unbelief and hardness of heart. I want you to note this. If the hardness of the heart is not worked upon, the Spirit of God cannot dwell within. Malifatoso Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 to 27. And I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Then I will Put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status and you will keep my judgment and do them. The hardness of the heart may be as simple as you just making up your mind or being set on your own ways and not ready to do what God wants. Hardness of the heart is a strong opposition to the manifestation of the Spirit of God. May we conclude this morning on these words. The hardness of heart create permissive alternatives to the will of God. Matthew chapter 19 verse 8, Jesus said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, permitted you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning, it was not so. It was not so. So there are things that you have been allowed to do by God, There are things that you have been allowed to do today, not because it is the perfect will of God, but because the hardness of your heart has created a permissive will of God to your own hurt. So many children of God today are not walking in the perfect will of God in their marriage. They are not walking in the perfect will of God according to the choices of God's for their lives, divorce is a major, major problem in the church of God today, and we look for an easy way out, very easy way out, oh yeah, well we are not compatible, oh yeah, she offended me, oh yes, he did this, oh yeah, he didn't do his responsibility, I mean very, very, very little things, Moses permitted it. It was not the original will of God. In the beginning, it was not so. Moses permitted it because of the hardness of your heart. Because he knew that nothing will make sense to you. You will refuse to agree to it. So he made a permissive alternative. Or an alternative which is the permissive will of God. Friends, are you living in the perfect will of God, or are you living in the permissive will of God because of the hardness of your heart? So, what will you want Jesus to walk upon in your life this morning so that you can do the works of God? It must be so small. That you don't even take it seriously. Oh, yeah, well, I cannot do it. I am this, The unbelief has consumed your spirit or the hardness of your heart, your unwillingness to change a particular pattern, protocol or process that God has been instructing you to change might be the limitation, might be the hindrance might be what is stopping you from becoming that agent of revival in your city. The hardness of your heart, because your heart is set on your own ways. Your heart is set on your own ways. That's the way to do business. That's the way to sing my song. Nobody can speak to me. Not the men or woman that God has placed over me. My husband cannot, my wife cannot. Your heart has been set by traditions of men, set by your culture, defined by your environment, defined by certain principles of men that you have adopted into your own life. You have been set on your own ways, set on your own ways. And the Lord is saying, son, it's 20 years now. I cannot do much with you. I can use you temporarily and release you. I can use you to prophesy for a day. I can use you to heal the sick for one moment. I can use you to pray for one hour in the whole year. I can use you momentarily, momentarily. But I want a permanent, I want to sign a permanent contract with you. I don't want to sign a loose contract. I want a permanent. I want a co-worker, a co-laborer that will be my permanent colleague. Ah, Lord, walk in me. Rebuke that unbelief in me. Rebuke that hardness of heart. Take it out of me. Take out that hardness. That hardness. That thing that has hardened. You see, I will take out... The heart of stone. I will give unto you. The heart of flesh. For then I will pour my spirit upon you. My goodness. Lord. Whatever needs to be rebuked in me. Fix it. I want to leave you with an encouraging word. This morning. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. Being confident. Of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ only him can do it only him can complete it only him can accomplish it I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified Oh, Father, thank you. Lord, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Amen.